It's time now for the complete story with Rich Bot, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich Bot with today's complete story. Friends, this is Rich Bot. I'm so glad to be with you. We have a very important guest uh, on the line with us today. And uh, I want to just share, first of all, when I woke up this morning and I, I saw on the television the, the, the video clips of the historic uh, attack on 9-11 that we uh, commemorate today, and then also the hurricane coming up the Florida coast and the people that are suffering because of that. Uh, there is such a tremendous need for prayer in our nation. And, and then you look across you know, that the terrorist attacks and everything that's happening and the racial division and the concern that way. Uh, our guest today is in a wonderful position to be able to address all of that and what needs to happen in our nation. Our guest is Dr. Ronnie Floyd. Dr. Floyd is the pastor of Cross Church in Northwest Arkansas, immediate past president of the Southern Baptist Convention, and now also the president of the National Day of Prayer. I believe he's also on the president's uh, 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 team to help advise him in uh, spiritual matters uh, and uh, policy matters that relate to religious liberty and so forth. So anyway, Dr. Floyd is with us on the phone from Chicago, Illinois. And Dr. Floyd, welcome to The Complete Story. Hey, thank you, Rich. It's always great to talk with you and appreciate all that you do for the Lord. Hey, our listeners get to hear you from time to time on Tony Perkins' program as well, uh, The Washington Watch. Yes, I am uh, a member of uh, Tony's board, and periodically I host his national radio program. When he wants to go away on vacation, I have to work, so I just <laughs> add to my workload. Additionally, it's our privilege to broadcast your Sunday morning services there on our station in Northwest Arkansas. So a big shout out to all of your your parishioners there, and uh, thank you for what you do. But tell us now about what are your thoughts about everything that's happening these days? Well, I tell you what, how in the world can you measure uh, other than you know that God is active and God is working? You know, it was today, 16 years ago, when we lost almost 3,000 Americans uh, on our own soil. And we had right at 400 of those were policemen and firefighters. And, uh, you know, since that day, Rich, America has not been the same. And then with matters relating to Hurricane Harvey and then now Hurricane Irma with the earthquake in Mexico, with the fires in Montana, uh, Oregon, and in the greater Los Angeles area and Southern California and California, I mean, we are under a massive, unique moment in history that is, quite honestly, unlike anything I've ever seen in my generation. Well, it's not just my imagination then. I, I, as I look around, I think, my goodness, there's so much turmoil, there's so much happening, natural disasters, man-made uh, catastrophes, and so forth. Um, uh, as, I, as I look at the world, um, we are either going to see a Great Awakening-style revival or God is sending judgment. And uh, I pray for revival, and I know that every major revival is preceded by a movement of prayer. That's Absolutely. why I'm so excited about your strategic position there with the National Day of Prayer. And, and tell us now about this Cry Out America. Why are you in Chicago? Well, the National Day of Prayer just recently took uh, the initiative 
uh, Cry Out America, which began in 2008, all in relationship to 9-11. And so I'm in Chicago meeting with uh, men and women, uh, people who love God, people who love this city and who love America, who are going to cry out to God for our country. And so today at noon uh, until 2 o'clock on nationaldayofprayer.org, uh, you can stream live this event right down from from uh, from Daly Center uh, in the plaza here in Chicago, right from downtown Chicago. Pastor Arthur Geis, an African-American pastor, will be leading it, and I will be just assisting and encouraging and praying. And uh, we're just looking forward to seeing what God does. Uh, it's a time of total prayer, total commitment. And, you know, the National Day of Prayer, Rich, is really uh, tasked with the assignment of mobilizing unified public prayer for America. And this movement here of Cried America is now a part of what we do. We're not, you know, we don't just do one thing a year on the National Day of Prayer on the first Thursday of May every year. But we spend the entire year involved in various matters of prayer, participating in prayer, leading in prayer, mobilizing prayer, and uh, really have uh, some level of great commitment uh, from my personal leadership in it now to trying to help establish a rhythm of prayer. I believe firmly, Rich, that that we are on the brink of, of really seeing the next great move of God in America. I'm going to choose to believe that. I'm going to operate in faith about that because I've never seen more prayer go up from the American people at any time in my lifetime. Isn't that exciting? And, yeah, and, and I know that there is no great move of God that has ever occurred that is not first preceded by the extraordinary prayer of God's people. And people are praying in extraordinary ways for God to move in our country. Now, now prayer across America, National Days of Prayer declared by presidents, that's not a new thing. That is something that has historically been what has sustained and helped America, especially during times of crisis, but but uh, all the way back from before uh, President uh, George Washington, there had been right. National Days of Prayer and fasting, and uh, yes. God is... Now, that's really true. You know, that's exactly right, Rich. In fact, there were, uh, I think when President Trump uh, declared that in relationship to Hurricane Harvey Sunday a week ago. Um, I believe that he was the 12th president in our history, to my knowledge, that had declared some level of a of a day or a set of days for praying for our country uh, in that regard. However, in 1952, uh, President Harry Truman uh, signed into law that America would have a day of prayer in our nation for our nation every year, but it was in 1988, 30 years from uh, this coming May, when Ronald Reagan signed into effect an amended law from 1952 that established the National Day of Prayer always happening on the first Thursday uh, uh, of May uh, every year. And so we're so thankful that, you know, our country, in spite of what people might think, we are still a people that still realize as a whole that there are things that we cannot solve, government cannot solve, law cannot solve, education cannot solve, only God can solve. And this is exactly what we're committed to doing 
uh, at the National Day of Prayer in Crowd America here today. So today is Cry Out America at 12 noon, uh, and we're encouraging Christians all across the nation to cry out in unified prayer for our nation. Is that right? That is correct. The 12 o'clock noon is happening here, of course, in Chicago. But there are there are prayer events and prayer experiences happening all over the country today. A few thousand that were in relationship to uh, what was going on. And just a quick story to this, the Awakening America Alliance began this in 2008, and they had held it every year across America. And they had asked the National Day of Prayer just a few months ago, would y'all like to take this initiative? And it can become your initiative. We'll come up under the, your under your leadership this way because your footprint is so much bigger. Uh, we'll be able to uh, be able to to expand this heart cry uh, for America uh, now through the National Day of Prayer. So uh, this is now our initiative uh, with them in relationship to forwarding this, and so that's. That's why these gatherings are going on all over America today. There are several thousand. We're thankful for them, and uh, I'm sure some of them have already happened even this morning early. Now, I see here on this information it says that there are like three major prayer points. Um, You want everybody to pray for unity in America that will lead to a Christ awakening in America. And then then number two, security inside our nation and for all Americans across the world. Uh, and then protection for all of the first responders and military personnel. And my goodness, that is so appropriate today, given these recent hurricanes as well. It really is, Rich. And, you know, of course, um, you know, this whole, we didn't, you know, even when we formulated this, in fact, I I just became the president of the National Day of Prayer on August the 22nd. And uh, this is one of the first things I did was try to bring unity around what this day would be about. And uh, so... Uh, you know, obviously at that time, we had no idea of the hurricane situation going on. Hurricane Harvey had not happened. Um, if we formulated these today, they might be a little bit different, but not a whole lot of difference. But but in reality, you're exactly right, because we are having people right now all over the state of Florida that are going in and rescuing the lives of thousands of people who need help today. And so, yes, it's a very appropriate time. There's still so much aftermath after Hurricane Harvey, um, and then we still don't have the end result of Hurricane Irma going up toward Georgia, over into Alabama and beyond. And so there's so much around us. And, and you know, when you look at the country today, uh, the dire, dire need for unity in our nation, uh, not just politically, uh, but racially, um, and just so many ways. I mean, America's divided, polarized. And you know what, Rich? You followed Christ many years in your life. And, uh, you know, division is never of God. God is not the author of division, mm-hmm. nor does he is the author of confusion. God wants his people to be one together. God wants his people to be one, to act as one. In fact, that's exactly what we're going to be uh, really uh, capitalizing on here from the Daily Center, their outdoor plaza from downtown Chicago, because it's John 17, 22. We are one in the Spirit. That's the heartbeat of Pastor Arthur Geis and all of the leadership that is pulling off this crowd America schedule 
right here located in Chicago today. Now, did I hear you say that Pastor Arthur Geis is an African-American pastor? That is, that is correct. Yes, uh, he is. I am, I am so impressed with your heart for, for racial unity and reconciliation and, and, and working together for the, for the cause of Christ. When you were a president of the Southern Baptist Convention, I attended the convention as it met in St. Louis, and uh, you had uh, such a, a theme of reconciliation there. I remember you had Lynn yes. Jackson, the great-great-granddaughter of Dred Scott mm-hmm. there, and and uh, I think the, also the, the gentleman that was the president of the National Baptist uh, Association. Correct. And, and uh, tell us about where that comes from in your own heart, that you're, you have this desire for unity. Well, Rich, I was telling a couple today, the big man from the airport, uh, a wonderful couple here that's associated with uh, this ministry, Crowd America, uh, a layperson taking off work today, by the way, just to be here and to give his heart to praying for a city and for a nation. And uh, and so I was telling them this very story because they were asking and we were talking about it. You know, it was in your in your state. Uh, it was in Ferguson, Missouri, 2014. I yes. just elected president of the Southern Baptist Convention, and that's when the shooting happened in Ferguson. It seemed like that just took the lid off of a off of something that none of us really understood was going on overall, and that was this this simmering underneath the surface of major racial disunity in America. And all of a sudden, uh, so many things followed. We know where that's even happened in the last few weeks and months. It breaks our heart to think that you know we're we're returning to such wrong and evil ways uh, since great work was done in the civil rights movement. And but you know our heart is is that we believe the church is really the key to this. Yes, we really believe that that the gospel is the only thing that will ever bring the walls uh, down. And we just believe deeply that that is what must occur. And so, you know, when I look through this schedule today, Rich, uh, relating to what's going to happen in Chicago, again, which people can see on nationaldayofprayer.org, they can, they, can, they can stream it live on that website. And, and when I look at this, I, I see P- uh, Pastor Rich Bartinas, which obviously is a Hispanic pastor, Pastor Cecil LaFleur, uh, who is another Hispanic pastor, uh, other African-American pastors, uh, then people like me hmm. who, are, who, are, who are white here. We're coming together all over this city and all over the country, so we're coming in for. And, and the heartbeat is one thing. We are crying out to God for America. We have a heart to see God bring the next great movement of God to this little nation. And that's why I would encourage all of your listeners today, do not give up. Do not let any talk show, do not let any network determine your attitude about America. Your attitude needs to be set forth by the promises of God's Word, that if my people Mm. who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn from the wicked way, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. I can yes. go on and on and on, Rich, with those promises of God. You know, so but we must trust and we must believe. That's right. That's right. You know, a lot of times when a, when a politician will kind of quote that verse, kind of, they they leave out that part about turn from their wicked way. Uh, that <laughs> that that whole idea of repentance of our national sins uh, and our our personal sins. Uh, God wants us to to cry out to Him and repent and 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 come, and and then He'll He'll heal our land. Um, but it's that, that heart and that spirit of repentance. Also, this idea of crying out, that, that's more uh, emphatic than just a casual prayer, isn't it? 
Well, it really is because it means beyond the normal uh, talk or the normal voice, but it's a call out. You know, it would be, Rich, one of the illustrations that I could easily give your person, your persons today would be this. Let's imagine you have a daughter. She's 15 years old, and that daughter goes to cheerleading practice. She falls. She breaks her leg. You take her to the doctor. While you're at the hospital at the ER, you text some friends. You tell your friends, oh, listen, my daughter, she broke her leg. Um, please pray for her. Now, you're concerned for your daughter. You want your daughter healed. Uh, then... Weeks later, you see your friends. You say, listen, thanks for praying for my daughter. She sells, she gets to cheer, in fact, next week, and she's done. Let's say that same daughter, six months later, uh, Rich is out uh, coming home from a cheerleading practice, walking home. And all of a sudden, she doesn't show up at home. Hmm. All of a sudden, within hours, nobody knows where she is. You begin to text your friends frantically. Everything about your prayer life changes. And all of a sudden... It's no longer a casual text, pray for my daughter, she has a broken leg. That is still of concern, but it's a whole element of call out. It's a whole element of crying out, oh, please, God, Mm. please, God, help me find my daughter. Please protect my daughter. That takes the level way up. And that's exactly what God's Word tells us to do. Uh, We're to call out to God, cry out to God in prayer. It's a sense of desperation and urgency, and that's where we are in America today, isn't it? We have no choice but to call out to God like this. Rich, I'm telling you, we, we need to get our understanding correct. And I love, I love to talk politics. I love to be around uh, the elements of, of talking with congressmen. Uh, I love to talk with mayors of cities. I like to see what's going on within city councils and movements, all from the local to the statewide to the national level. But let me be really clear today. While I like all that and Mm. I believe all that and I believe every one of us need to be involved in all that, we better remember that our ultimate source is not going to be what happens in the State House or the White House. What's going to happen in the Church House will determine the future of this nation. And that's why the church must lead the way. The church must repent. The church must have revival so that we can have a spiritual awakening in this land. Amen. You are singing my song. Uh, Dr. Ronnie Floyd is our guest on today's Complete Story, and he's the pastor across church in Arkansas, northwest Arkansas, past president of the Southern Baptist Convention and president of the National Day of Prayer. And we're talking about Cry Out America, which is taking place in Chicago today. Uh, by the time our listeners hear this broadcast, it'll be 2 o'clock or a little bit after, uh, so they won't be able to watch the live stream of this, but maybe if they go to that website... Is it nationaldayofprayer.com? Maybe they can see this uh, archived. Yes, it's nationaldayofprayer.org. Oh, org. org. And they will be able to see it archived. That's and correct. In any case, it's never too late to pray. And so I want to encourage you to be a part of this and pray uh, with our believers, with believers across the country, uh, as many of them are gathered in Chicago and as this uh, has its effect all over the country. So uh, thank you, Pastor Pastor Floyd. Now let me ask you, um, uh, we talked about prayer and, and how important prayer is, but then pr- uh, God often calls us to act as well. So it's like pray and then be obedient to the call of God on your life. Uh, we just heard a sermon about Jonah a while back, and he heard the call of God, but he chose to, uh, to refuse. But we need yeah. to be obedient and obey quickly. And so I'm, I'm thinking, did I get that right in the introduction? Uh, you are part of the, the presidential clergy um, um, counseling group? 
Yes, I'm a part of the faith leaders group uh, that uh, periodically goes to Washington and and hears various reports. And also, uh, you know, every now and then we have the opportunity to interact with uh, someone of, uh, you know, of high authority and and uh, in, in the administration, uh, even on a couple of occasions with the president himself. And so, you know, we're, we're there to represent the Lord and his word. We're there to, uh, to do everything we can to try to move our country more to being uh, a nation that is, that is what God wants it to be in every realm. And well, so, you know, I'm willing to do that. And I've said this all along, Rich, you know, I've, I, I've told people all over America, because uh, there's all kind of thoughts about that, whether or not we ought to be involved doing this or doing that. But I can tell you this, I would do it for any president of this nation. It uh, doesn't matter what political party it is, because God wants us to make a difference with who we are for the sake of the kingdom of God. Well, you're And go- uh, that's what I'm doing. You're God's representative, giving God's message to the 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 leader of the nation, in the same sense that uh, the prophets in the Old Testament talked to the kings of that day. Absolutely. I mean, my goodness, so you look at Daniel had great favor with with uh, the kings of his day, and uh, there were so many other illustrations of this, and we just need to understand uh, that you can be convictional, uh, but you can also be compassionate. And, you know, we hold the love of God with one hand and the Word of God with the other and say, this is what we believe Scripture says. And we try to our very best to always talk about what the Bible says, what the Bible says, what the Bible says. And the man who used to say that is preaching all the time was Billy Graham. And Billy Graham had that same kind of relationship with presidents for generations uh, from all parties. He did. He had enormous respect because he always would tell them what the Bible said and always prayed for them uh, in that regard. And our country was better off because of it. Absolutely. So thank you for being willing to uh, be in that arena and and everywhere else the Lord sends you. Now, how does this work with you being the pastor of Cross Church in Northwest Arkansas? That's a big church. How many how many members do you have? I know you have multiple campuses. Oh, yeah. We, we have uh, a lot of thousands that come every Sunday morning. Yeah. We have five campuses. Uh, you know, Rich, so, I'm, I've been senior pastor here for 30 years. I came here as a boy, huh. and... Uh, and the Lord just really grew the church, exploded the region, originally uh, from Texas, and uh, the Lord moved me here, and and thus far has kept me here. But that's a long you know, obedience like in the right direction. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, uh, you know, obviously, just like I did the Southern Baptist Convention and led and provided leadership there, even though it's a little bit different, obviously, with my role at the National Day of Prayer. Uh, but it's it's somewhat the same thing. I mean, I have a great staff team that helps me uh, in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, we have a staff team that helps us in relationship to the National Day of Prayer uh, that is presently located in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And so with that, we're just navigating and trying to uh, do all we can do to make a difference. And so that's what we're trying to do, and that's what we're committed to doing. Well, that's wonderful. Now, you're just taking the helm of the National Day of Prayer. Uh, that's correct. Uh, but you've been involved in it uh, right along, haven't you? I have been. I've spoken in National Day of Prayer gatherings all over the country. Um, the last two or three years, I've been involved in Washington, D.C. event. Uh, really, last year, for the first time in actuality, of being involved, uh, being on the program, 
uh, just let a prayer moment there for that gathering. But I've spoken, you know, places like Focus on the Family. I've spoken in major cities or towns uh, when they've had National Day of Prayer gatherings. Uh, we led one in Northwest Arkansas one time with 7,000-plus people present. So we've been involved in National Day of Prayer for many, many years. And so I would have never in my life dreamt that God would have ever permitted and brought about this kind of assignment in my life, but he has. And, you know, we're just very committed, Rich, to mm. to try to build a— a strong, uh, dynamic agenda uh, for the future of the National Day of Prayer that is multi-church, multi-denominational, uh, multi-racial, multi-ethnic, uh, just multi in every regard, even multilingual and multi-generational. Well, you're describing we heaven. To really get after it. That's exactly right. That's our goal, is to do that to the glory of God. Now, and also to engage it multi-generational, which is there's a massive need for that in all prayer yes. movements. Uh, we must we must bring along generations behind us to understand the power of prayer. And a lot of people today don't understand the value of praying for mm. America. That gets debated periodically. Why, I have no idea. Huh. Makes no sense to me at all. But, I mean, we need to bring along a young generation that it's really okay to pray for your nation. Right. It's okay to love your nation. It's okay for you to realize that, yes, you're committed to your citizenship in heaven before you're ever committed to any citizenship on this earth. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Paul said you're dual citizens, and we're dual citizens until Jesus comes. That's right. We live here, and we live there. And, uh, and we, have, we need to be faithful here as long as God has us here. And when he's finished with us here, he'll take us there and there, once we're there, it won't matter here. Now, and so we got to make a difference wherever we are. Yes. we got one shot with our lives, and that's what we're trying <laughs> to do. God bless you, Dr. Ronnie Floyd. Now, we're not just talking about prayer for prayer. We're talking about prayer for a Great Awakening-style revival. We're praying for a, a move of God across our land, and we're praying that God would use us as part of that plan. So if revival is going to come, God's people need to know how to share their faith and win others to Jesus. Isn't that right? No question. That's exactly right. You know, one of the reasons I love studying the awakenings of the past is I learned so much from Jonathan Edwards. And Jonathan Edwards, who was in the 1700s, obviously, critical to the awakening uh, then in the, in the 1700s, and then his writings even affected, obviously, the 1800 awakening, and uh, still affects us today. And, uh, you know, Edwards, Edwards talked about uh, the revival of the Church but he also talked about the advancement of the kingdom. That's what really brings me about with relationship to Jonathan Edwards. I have that view that God is sovereign. It's my role to pray. It's my role to do everything I can to mobilize the church, to be what the church needs to be. And then it's my role also to see uh, the advancement of God's kingdom on this earth in whatever way. And true awakening begins in the heart of prayer. Mm. In fact, in fact, we know Edwards taught, Edwards taught, without the extraordinary prayer of God's people, we're not gonna, never going to have that. Without us coming together in unified public agreement, unified public prayer, uh, this will never happen. And so what we must do is, is be the church, live the church, be what Jesus says the church ought to be in John 17. And when we do that, and we live it out, and, and we do it with keeping Matthew 28 always in our heart, and that is making disciples of all the nations. You put all that together, you have a force of spiritual energy 
that can change the world. And that is what awakening does. Oh, my goodness. Revival, revival wakes up the church, but awakening all of a sudden spreads where millions and hundreds of thousands and thousands are saved, and all of a sudden it happens because the gospel explodes in some capacity. Uh, Dr. Ronnie Floyd, we have just run out of time, and I so much appreciate your being with us all the way from Chicago to share with our radio listeners. Would you close our program with a word of prayer? Lead us uh, as our listeners across Bot Radio Network will be praying with you. Thank you, Rich. Father, on this significant day of 9-11, we pray, God, that you would help your church all over America to cry out to you. God, we pray today for those in Florida. We pray for those in the pathway of Hurricane Irma. We pray for God's deliverance, God's rescue, God's safety, God's provision. God, would you just do all that you can do with your power to call us unto yourself. And I pray, Lord, whoever has a need today, they will see God meet that need. We pray, Lord, for a mighty move of the Lord upon our country to bring revival to the church and spiritual awakening upon the land. Lord, in this land of 325 million people, so many do not know Jesus. But God, we pray for millions and millions to come to know Christ. We pray for gatherings all over America today and all over America tomorrow, where people will be faithful to pray, whether there's an emphasis or not. We pray already for no for May the 3rd in 2018 for the National Day of Prayer. We pray that we will mobilize millions of Americans on that day to unified public prayer for America. We are trusting you and you alone for the future of our lives and the future of our nation. So may you, Lord, get the glory and the power in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Dr. Ronnie Floyd, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for your leadership and your faithfulness to the cause of Christ. Uh, thank Fred, you, Rich. God bless. All right. God bless you. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll see you again next time. <laughs>